to the newly named False Start Podcast, previously known as Jank Talk. Uh, I'm your host, Addy, and we're excited to bring you the best podcast out there for recaps, predictions, and anything football. We got a crew here today. We got seven of us in total. Um, we'll, we'll go through one by one, introducing each other again with our favorite teams, just to let you know. Um, I'm Addy. I'm an Eagles fan and Fly Eagles Fly. All right, I'm Brad. I'm a Packers fan. Go Pack Go. I'm Ethan, also a Packers fan. Uh, I'm Jacob. I'm a Chiefs fan. All right, I'm Keenan. I'm the I'm the token Jaguars fan here. As he's wearing a Bills jersey. Gotta rep Nathan Peterman, man. I'm Matthew. I'm a uh, I'm a Packers fan. <laughs> 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 the powder blue makes up. Wow. Great. I'm Nolan. I'm a Patriots fan. Uh, fuck Boo. everybody. <laughs> All right. So uh, if you were listening last week, we gave our predictions on who we think is going to win the division. So this week we're going to start off just like we did last week with a recap of Thursday night's game between the Bengals and the Browns. It was a riveting game. A lot of fantasy points scored. Then we'll go into... Um, fantasy projections that we have for this week and for the rest of the year. And after that, we'll finish with our lock and our upset that we're going to take. Every single one of us is going to take a lock and an upset. Uh, Hopefully we'll get through the majority of the games there. So we'll begin with a recap of Thursday night's game. Um, I'm going to give my recap because I gave I had Baker Mayfield starting as my fantasy quarterback, (laughs) which I got a lot of hate for. Daddy Baker. yeah, I got a lot of hate for from Jacob over here, which, yeah. you know, in the first yeah. half, in the first half, I thought that I was smooth sailing. I think Baker scored like 14.76 points in the first half. I'm like, this is going to be amazing. He's going to have a 30-point game. And he finished with a 15.43 points. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, Nick like, Chubb went from, like, I don't, I don't remember how many points he went to the first half, but did finish with 26 points, so... Yeah, pretty so good, pretty really good outing from him. But the the Browns did win with a score of thirty five to thirty. Not a whole yeah, lot of 35, defense going yeah, on. 35, 30. I mean, you yeah. got two teams with pretty mediocre defenses, and I mean the Browns have. I I just think the Browns are better just because they have a better O line, better weapons. So I, I mean, no, I didn't see really anything out of the ordinary. I think the score doesn't really tell the whole story. I think the Browns were farther ahead for. The entire game then 35 so i think says, i think so. a good place to start here is is baker back is that's, baker that's back? what i'll is, is back is, are you back on the hype train of baker? <laughs> yeah is baker mvp what let's baker's start not, from, no baker's, baker's not mvp but I, I think he's i think he's definitely back i think he's got the talent i think week one just got into his head and i think uh he's able to sort of like, sort of like rally himself i think you know you iron out the kinks in practice. Obviously, week one's going to be a bit messed up in the preseason. So I think uh, I think just the whole team mentally was more prepared for game two, and they, they showed it. Now, I Baker's think uh, my... Baker, actually, I think week one didn't really show uh, what he really was. Obviously, you know, it's week one with no preseason and going against the Ravens, which are obviously an amazing team. Uh, but I do think Baker is really an inconsistent quarterback. We've seen that he can have these super high highs, but he's not going to be hitting them consistently. So he's a guy that can pop off in any given week, but I wouldn't expect him to do it consistently yeah. throughout the year. 
Well, that so, offense, I think very clearly, sorry, Eddie. Uh, if I could, I'm just going to throw it out there. The offense clearly runs through the backfield. Nick Chubb and Kareem yeah, Hunt yeah. are an absolutely disgusting running back duo. The O-line is improving. It could be better, but it's not the worst. Baker has a lot of weapons out there. And clearly, if you give him time, he'll get it to Odell and to Jarvis. He's got Hooper, who's very solid. I think Njoku's now on IR, so yeah, that's a bit of a hit for him. But, but they, they got a pretty good rookie tight end. Yeah, in any case, Atlantic. they got plenty of weapons. And I agree that Baker's got you know a lot of upside, a whole lot of downsides. He's just he's cannon fodder for the media, for sure. Oh, yeah. And so yes. any, yeah. Any, if he has a bad week... The, it's B- Baker's over. Baker's overrated. He's not that great. Yeah. And if he comes back and he has a pretty decent week like he did yesterday, all of a sudden it's like Baker. Baker's back. He's he's the best quarterback in in, in the world. He's gonna pull. He's gonna bring Cleveland to the Super Bowl. So I think I think he's the most quarterback because of how cocky he is. He's just too cocky. Oh, he brings it on himself. He does. Yeah, he brings yeah. it on himself. And like they surrounded him with so many weapons, like you said, Absolutely. that he's got to succeed. Yeah, I, th- um, I think though I think, as the uh, season goes on, he will. Like I, I am a believer that Baker will put it together. I, this is his third head coach in three years, so I think this will be the right? year. So fourth offense coordinator. Or, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But like, I, he's had unluck or unlucky streaks with his coach unluck. coaches. <laughs> unluck, yes. Um, but I think he'll put it together the rest of the year. I mean, part of that is being on the Browns, which is one of the worst organizations <laughs> you could possibly be on. So you think he's going to put it together in a first-year offensive coordinator? Yes. I, I don't. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't It's not 100% up love. to him whether or not it, it goes well. The thing the thing with Baker is, like, everyone's, like, saying Baker's back, Baker's got his swag back. Like, he just beat the shit out of, like, the second-worst team in football. I, I really don't have... didn't even beat have... the shit out of him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I, I don't think that defense is good enough that you can you can say he's back. I, I, yeah, I think but we're I not talking about the defense, him. right? We're, we're talking about, about Baker himself. Baker. Even Baker, like he he was good, but he wasn't great. I, like I, he threw he did through the it was a pretty asinine interception. I think it was, I think it Joe was Burrow. pretty bad. I think Joe Burrow was the better quarterback on Thursday. So let's talk about I Joe agree. Burrow now. Yep. How do we how do we feel about Joe Burrow? He's looked good for two weeks. What was that stat? It was like the first rookie quarterback to throw 60 passes without yeah. interceptions. It's like yeah. 61. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, no, I think I believe it was Brad that thought Joe Burrow would be a bust. Uh, just gonna throw that one out there. Hey, <laughs> hey, there, there is so I mean, high potential for bust. Two two games. Yeah, they lost them. There's still high say, potential for bust. So I do think he has the potential to be a bust still, but I will say in that game he looked like an NFL quality quarterback. He was doing everything right from what I saw, but it was against the Browns. So we'll have to wait and see how the rest of the year goes. But uh, I, he did definitely impress me in that game. Dude, it's just so bad though, that he's going to look good because every single time it's just going to be him throwing the ball. They were, they were down like 14 to three before the, before the half was over, or even before the first quarter. I don't, I don't really remember the game that well, but they're always going to be playing from behind, so he's going to yeah. have amazing stats. It's not, you know, I mean, it doesn't then again, mean like he, he only plays half of the half the game. I mean, his defense is never going to be able to bail him out. The Bengals' defense right. isn't anything really like 
Fantastic. They need Burfecht back. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's just... <laughs> back. I don't know about Burfecht, but... Bring Burfecht back. Burfecht back. I think that's the thing. A lot of fans were saying, you know, it's great that they were able to score 30 points with that offense, but it also took them 90 offensive plays to score those 30 yeah, points. Yeah. In garbage time. And they, were, yes. they, were in, they were ineffective in the run game, and I don't think that's that's going to change at all this year because of, exactly. uh, because of how bad the Bengals' O-line is. And Joe Mixon's yeah. great, don't get me wrong, but, you know, no matter how good the running back, you put Ezekiel Elliott or anybody, and they're still going to struggle behind them. The yeah. Bengals have been just notorious over their history of just never putting an offensive line together for any of the talent they have. Basically, Carson Palmer's career completely wasted there. Corey yeah. Dillon, another generational talent that just got absolutely wasted in Cincinnati. You're just going to continue to have that happen if you don't build the foundation. And Cincinnati's never put the willingness in that in that position. So, wasn't there a slide that they showed yesterday of like the top? Bengals uh, quarterbacks, and it was like the only two names that you could notice were Joe Burrow and Carson Palmer, and yeah. the rest of them is like no one's ever heard of them because the Bengals have never been able to sustain I mean, a quarterback. Dalton was surprisingly Dalton good was there for, for a few while. years. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe mean, that graphic was just their first round picks or something like that. Oh, oh, yeah. Picks yeah. Yeah. yeah, But anything else on this game? I know that it's two AFC like North games that it's yep. two AFC uh, two North teams that. Don't really matter because the they're Ravens not, yeah, and the bad. Steelers are going to yeah. take that division for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I, w- yep. I would say yeah. I think Joe Burrow, uh, he's going to have a hard time if he's forced to throw 60, time, 60 yeah. times a game uh, with that offensive line. I think he's going to be in for a rough year. There's going to be a game where like, they're going to be so far behind because of the defense, and he's going to have to keep throwing, keep throwing, and keep throwing, and one day he's just not going to have it. Like he's not gonna be able to protect the football as well. Something's gonna happen. Maybe a fumble problems, and then everybody's gonna jump on. Oh, Joe Burrow's terrible. But well, you I'm saw actually, the fumble uh, yeah, when they're on the twelve yard line, and should, yeah, and then you have the interception on week one. So should I mean, he be expected he'll, he'll to do that? Amazing, because if you're that good of a quarterback in college, you're gonna get picked very early on. So you're gonna go on a bad team. Yeah. So you can't expect it to be an amazing first two yeah. years or whatever yeah i mean rookie rookie years for quarterbacks are usually not anything special i mean look at lamar jackson his first year was eh, and then his second year he just blew out blew out everybody and won mvp so we'll see yeah. how he progresses it also depends just you know on the front office and building yeah. a team around what they have yeah of course yeah. Joe Burrow got promised, but I think we I think we can move on from this worthless game of two worthless games. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly so, entertaining. Yeah. So you know what I think the best way to go about fantasy is without you know just throwing players out there is um maybe we could all give one player who really surprised us and who you think is should be a start next week, and then one player that completely disappointed us. Um and you could determine whether or not they should still be a start, but like one surprise and one one lock, kind of the same thing that we do with picking a team. Um, I can go first again because my lock before this week was Carson Wentz because nice. Oh man, that was that was awful. <laughs> the, the game the game was awful. Um, but from a fantasy perspective, he had like a little bit over 13 points against a Redskins defense. So uh, I actually benched him, like I said. Excuse I benched me, what him team, for... 
Baker, huh? Washington football team. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah. Washington, oh. Washington. Who now? They're they're the, called the Redskins when they beat the Eagles. <laughs> Otherwise, there's a football team. <laughs> <laughs> Other, yeah. So, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So he was my disappointment for sure, and then my surprise for someone who did really well, I would say is probably Heinz, which is why I went out of my way to trade for him in our fantasy league. So we have a dynasty league where I traded two fourth-round picks next year, plus J.K. Dobbins for Heinz. I <laughs> got so much hate for that. What we, what we would call that is, in the business, a really bad fucking trade. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor is going to be a bust. Uh, uh, wait a minute. On. Let's so, let's put the pause on that one. So so Eddie, would you start Carson Wentz against the uh, Rams this week? I mean, I didn't start him. Would I start him? Yes, because I think the Eagles are gonna get blown out so quickly in that game. Carson <laughs> Wentz is gonna throw seventy passes and have like four hundred yards. Four picks and a touchdown. So I know okay. he's on Brad's team. Brad, thoughts? <laughs> well, uh, I will be starting him as oh. he is currently my only quarterback. Uh, <laughs> maybe not the greatest strategy to not secure backup, but uh, I will be starting him. I don't have super high faith, but I think he'll get the job done. That's fine. I was just curious what you, yeah. <laughs> but what a Eagles fan and a Carson Wentz owner would think. I I would be uh, a little Hurts, more secure now if I had a backup. That's all. It's time to bring Jalen in. I know we were saying one game, bring him in. Yeah, one game. That's all I need to see, bro. I don't need to see more games. That's all I need now, dude. You sound like a Patriots fan right now. Tom Brady had that one game against the Chiefs like four years ago when they got pulled out, and it was like put in Jimmy. We want Jimmy. I just like an Eagles fan, and I know I do. But uh, is anyone else? Good with their surprise and their their lock. Uh, so I, I actually have a couple of things here. So this may be a little bit of cheating because he's already played, but my surprise has actually been uh, Kareem Hunt. Oh, so Brad cheating. Yeah, I, I think in uh, week one, you know, he showed pretty good production. I think he put up around twelve points. Um, yeah, even though in they PPR scored, leagues, that's yep. pretty good considering they scored six. <laughs> yeah, especially as a running back too in that yeah. offense, you know. Uh, but I think this week it really showed that, you know, the concerns about having two elite running backs in that uh, offense really isn't that big of a concern because they both were able to put up elite numbers. And before a guy, you know, Kareem Hunt was a guy that I wouldn't really be 100% willing to start, you know, maybe in my flex spot, but I think he really showed that he can be a starting running back in a lot of leagues. Uh, and then a little bit of a disappointment uh, is coming for me uh, with James Conner. I have him in two different leagues. He's, uh, he's he kind of worth it. He let me down, uh, I'll tell you. But I do, you know, obviously he got injured in that game, um, so it didn't go super well for him in that instance. But, you know, he, he brings in a lot of worries. Uh, I'm hoping that he'll be able to bring it back this week and really show that he is that elite uh, running back that I saw when I picked him up off waiver wires two years ago, and he won me a league. Hopefully we get back to those days. Yeah. Who knows? We'll I need see. A bottle opener. My teeth are not working. Continue. <laughs> oh, that should never work. Uh, yeah, so those those are my two uh, players that I, I wanted to highlight this week. Uh, okay, I'll go. I'll go with mine, Brad. Uh, mine, my surprise last week was David Johnson, just because I had no idea what to expect, and that Chiefs defense looked pretty well. 
and Deshaun Watson did not look good. So considering that David Johnson salvaged, like, I think he had like 77 yards and a touchdown, a couple of receptions for, I don't know, like 20 or 30 yards. Like, it's pretty good considering we haven't seen him in a year. Uh, so he was my surprise, and I would definitely be starting him, even though he's against the Ravens. I think yeah. he'll still do. I think he'll still do well this week, just because he seems to be one of the only working weapons on that Texans offense from what we've seen. Um, my disappointment. Well, this week was AJ Green, even though he already played. I'll cheat yeah. like Brad. <laughs> he, he was he was targeted 13 times, and he caught three of his passes for 29 yards. Like. I get Denzel Ward's a good cover corner, but I expected a little bit more rec- more production from him so, for 13 targets. I'm curious to see what you think. What do you think was the problem? Because it's clear he was getting targets, but I think, why, why wasn't he completing them? I think it was a combination of Denzel Ward had some good coverage on some of the plays, but I think there were also times where Joe Burrow just it was a like it was an ill-advised throw where Green had no business catching it. Yep. Yeah. So that contributed to the rise in his targets. But well, and in garbage time, that that uh, corner route he ran into the end zone that would have saved me some points. But you know that defender grabbed his hand. We'll we'll just let that go. Um, but I still think I still think he's a start, even though it was a disappointing performance. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think once he gets more time uh, with Joe Burrow, you know they'll start to get that chemistry going and. Yeah, he can, I hope he so. can put up some big numbers. Yeah, the guy's Otherwise, insanely talented. I'm I'm sure that he'll sure. be able to produce yeah. later now. As, later long, on as, this as year. long as he can stay healthy. I saw a stat yeah. like in his first two games he was targeted twenty two times, so like you'll take that any oh, day. Yeah. Of course. And so Who's Jacob, you thinking you got any fantasy input, Chief? Yeah. I do. Uh so I my disappointment was a complete utter disaster of starting Chris Thompson. Uh, Even I didn't have the heart to start Chris Thompson. <laughs> oh man, dude. Okay. I, I honestly thought I was like, he's going to get a lot of dump offs cause they're going to be throwing and, and he's a pretty reliable, like he was decent on Washington, but yikes, 2.6 fantasy points. Definitely riding the bench for now. Um, <laughs> he's gonna ride the my, bench season, place. man. I think yeah. it's gonna be a surprise week two. He he might be a drop midway yeah. through the season kind of guy. I, he, I already dropped him. Uh, <laughs> one of my leagues. week two. I'm expecting. Um. Panic. <laughs> that's how bad your team is nobody's excited for it I feel like they're all going to do bad yeah thank you for the gift for week two I think my lock has got to be Emmanuel Sanders with Michael Thomas getting injured he was already getting some looks I think he's going to have a huge week just because they rely so much on Michael Thomas I think he's the next man up so I have him, I think he's projected like 13 or something. I, th- I think he's going to be well past that. Yeah, I think, I think like, sure. I think his floor is at like at least 10. Yeah. And 13 is yeah, well that... a low estimate. I, I would, I would say he's going to hover around 15, 16. The Raiders defense let Robbie Anderson run wild on them. So yeah. <laughs> that man weighs like 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's quick. Yeah, he's, he's good. 
All right, Tina, you want to go? All right, so uh, my my surprise actually for the for the first week was uh, James Robinson, the running back of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh yeah, and um, it, it doesn't really show on the fantasy stat sheet because he uh, yeah, obviously because <laughs> he uh, I believe he had ten fantasy points. He ran, I think, he had seventeen rushes for sixty yards. But yep. if you if you watched the game, which I did, he was just moving fantastic. He saw the open hole. He did not like just run and play it's hard to say like leonard fournette would just run into the damn lineman and just like try to brute force yards like james robinson was able to maneuver he was able to create his own um yardage without having to just sort of like run through people and he just did exactly what he was asked he got first downs when needed so i think like there's more trust in him now and he looked fantastic on the field just just by the eye test and i think that he'll end up producing i think you know, once the Jaguars start getting into a rhythm, you know, with a new quarterback and all, uh, James Robinson will be a bigger part of the offense, and I think he'll be a pretty consistent RB2 in fantasy. So I that's who I'm starting in all my leagues, and mostly deeper leagues, but uh, he's, he's a flex pick for me. Going forward, yeah. do you think the Jags will look to, I guess, upgrade or, you know, draft a running back at the I... end of the season? I don't actually know because there's only one game with James Robinson who's our undrafted yeah, free agent yeah, rookie. So that's fair. I think yeah, I can answer that question in a few more weeks, but right now yeah. I think he looks fantastic. I don't see a reason why we should draft a running back when we have we have decent depth at running back. We have a veteran. We have uh, Reichel Armstead, but um, yeah, really we have to fill but out our other holes COVID, in the bro. in the offense in the in the offense and uh, defense. So not really too worried. Yeah, I feel like you want to wait a little bit for a running back. Yeah. Do you have a disappointment? Uh, Austin Eckler, I hate him. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I should I should have really seen this coming um, because there's a new quarterback, new system. Anthony Lynn didn't announce that they were going to change the system till like the first game, and um, he's he's not a bigger fo- and as big of a focal point in the offense. He's getting a lot of touches in terms of actual rushes. Um, he's not getting the same receptions as he used to, and that's that's mostly because Philip Rivers is. Just like he is really big on passing to his running backs, and that is evident when you watch his game against the Colts or the game against the Jaguars with the Colts. Niam Hines was his new Austin Eckler. So, you know, Tara Taylor, not a very good quarterback. Um, nobody knows about the rookie. So, I'm really low on Austin Eckler this week. I, I think he's still worth a start because he commands the volume, but he's not going to be like Christian McCaffrey 2.0 like he was last year. So, you're shopping Eckler. I'm shopping Eckler is what I'm saying. He, 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 he's, he's, he's your RB2 starter. Put him up. Within this uh, podcast period. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> on to you, Matt. Who you got? Uh, all right. My letdown is definitely Keenan Allen. Uh, <laughs> all right. Sounds like the Chargers aren't doing so good. <laughs> he, he, he's high up on his projected points. I mean, he hit not uh, about half of them, and he <laughs> dropped half of his targets, which... Yep. I mean, <laughs> come on! <laughs> you, you leave me in the. I I barely edged out in my 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 dub this week, so I, mean, <laughs> I need him to perform, especially as my starting flex. Who you did know. you beat? Uh, uh no, no one. I, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Someone with significant more uh, football knowledge than me. Uh, but and then uh, who who do you think is gonna pop off this week? This isn't, uh, I think, a surprise to anybody, but I think Jonathan Taylor is going to pull through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's he's gonna he's gonna he, show. He's gonna tear his ACL. 
Oh. Jesus Christ. Man. Well, I mean, don't say that. I want him to tear his ACL. I'm saying it'd be better for my fantasy team if it would justify it. I don't even think that's well, true, man. For for my fantasy team personally, he's gonna go for three touchdowns and two hundred rushing yards. That's just <laughs> what yeah. he's gonna do. I mean it's Eddie undeniable. Needs to, he's going to show that he, his trade. he was the same running back on Wisconsin that he is on the Colts right now. Easily. Fair enough. Fair enough. I do find it interesting that we've had uh, two Colts players as uh, expected boom players and then two Chargers as the bus. <laughs> as the yeah, bus. We, we, we're, we're looking at some trends here, boys. Yeah. The Chargers are <laughs> also playing the Chiefs this week. I so. am Fair wearing enough. a Chargers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> no faith. No. No love for him these days. All right, All right Nolan. Who's your who's your surprise and who's your lock? So um, my my surprise was was definitely um, and and I guess it's not really that much. It's a bit of a stress to call him a surprise, but I was surprised by Josh Jacobs. Um, oh. That man looked like an absolute man. It was I mean he was beast mode on the Panthers, and he was the only reason that the Vegas Raiders pulled off any sort of offensive production. It was impressive. He looked like a, a true like franchise running back coming through. And somebody named Ethan may have called that one out, but I didn't believe him. I thought he was nuts. I uh, appreciate you complimenting my player. He, he got that one for sure. Um, my disappointment of week one was uh, Nikhil Harry because uh, <laughs> I don't really I know that no man. One, what you had. Expectations for him. He, yeah, I, I was yeah, the only he, one that that just to you. I think he but, played fine. Like I mean, except he, the fumble. So like, he, yeah. Oh yeah. The had, fumble was egregious. He had, but he like had one, he had one really solid series, and he ended it with a fumble into the end zone for a touchback. So, like that was pretty bad. I really thought that he was going to have a great part in the scheme for the offense, uh, and he he kind of he kind of floundered. Uh, so then for my. Um, for my projected surprise next week is Nikhil Harry of the New England Patriots. <laughs> week two, he's gonna show up big in week two. He's gonna completely erase the memory of the first game. He's gonna put up three touchdowns with about 300 yards receiving. He's gonna look like Calvin Johnson combined with Julio Jones out there. It's gonna be insane. Is he that off, big? Queen? Is he even that big? He's not as he's ripped, but he's like an inch or two. And if, if that doesn't fumbles, no if that doesn't happen, no. will you be fielding trade offers? <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> he won't be trading. He'll be I'm dropping. most excited for that game, though. That, that game, game should be a good. That would be a good game. I think it's yeah. gonna be great. All right, you guys uh, have anything else that you want to talk fantasy related for this week? Um, any? No. All right. I, so. I mean, uh, <laughs> So we'll, we'll move on uh, to what we think is going to happen this week. Yeah. Um, just like I said, we're going to give uh, a lock and a upset um, based on the Vegas betting odds. That's what we deem our upsets. But um, anyone who's ready ready to go, you can start uh, who, if you have it in mind. I, don't, I think, Brad, you had yours in mind, right? Uh, yeah, so I'll start with my upset. Uh, I think the Denver Broncos are going to beat the Steelers. So there's a couple things uh, that I'm basing this off of. First of all, 
I think the Denver defense actually looks really good against the Titans. I was especially impressed with their run defense. I think they were able to shut down one of the best running games in the league and kind of limit it as best as they could. And at least during the first half of that game, we can see what that offense can be at its peak. And it looks really good. Now, in the second half, they kind of fell off and, you know, uh, didn't have as good of a performance. But I think if they can get back to that, they can definitely win this game. And along with that, looking at the Steelers, their defense is definitely elite and it's as good as any defense in the league. But their offense really didn't impress me. It seemed like they had a hard time getting things going. I saw a lot of drop passes and just a lot of mistakes coming out of them. So I think that's a game that uh, is going to be rough for the Steelers' offense, and I think the Broncos will be able to just barely edge them out. Yeah. Uh, and then for my lock, I'm actually going to go with a pretty safe one here. I'm going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Panthers. Uh, I, I gave my lock against the Buccaneers last week, and this year I got the faith in them. I think they're going to be able to really dismantle that Panthers team, which I think actually has a pretty solid offense, but I think their defense is just atrocious. And I think this will be a really good opportunity for the Bucks to actually just kind of go to town on a team and really show what offensive firepower they're working with. So I'm going to lock them in. They are going to win that game. All right, uh, Ethan, you want to go next? Yeah, so my lock is the Indianapolis Colts over the Ooh. Vikings. I think... <laughs> a, I don't know why the laugh is wow. happening. That's a spicy one, buddy. That's a, that's a four-point spread. And, like, it, the Vikings were fine on offense last week. Yeah. They were fine on offense, but, okay, I think Minnesota's secondary is still questionable, so I think the yeah. Colts can exploit that with T.Y. Hilton and Paris Campbell. Jonathan Taylor, you heard it from Matt, 200 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, how can you compete with that? <laughs> no, I think I think the Colts will come out looking to prove something after their loss to the Jaguars. Um, and then my upset, I'm rolling with the New York football giants over the Chicago Bears. I, I think Daniel Jones will have, I'm pretty sure Golden Tate will play, so he'll have every single one of his weapons. And... The Bears did not look good against the Lions. They s somehow scraped out a win because DeAndre Swift dropped the ball. Um, so yeah, I really. think I think the Giants will. I think they'll give the Bears a run for their money. Give them their first loss. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, let's let's uh, switch up the order a little bit. Let's uh, go Matt next if you got yours ready. Uh, yeah. All right. So my upset is going to be the Dolphins. Against the Bills, wow! Strictly now, this is this is very speculative, but it's strictly based off the Dolphins are owed a W against the Pats every year, and since they were robbed of that, they're going to come out very strong. Fitzmagic is going to hit them hard and hit them good for the dub. You do know they the can still take their dub against the Patriots no, later there this still year. There's still a second game against the Patriots this year. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do they play in Miami? Yeah, no, they, that's oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's 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 the Patriots just lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and but, then who's your lock, Matt? My my lock is, I mean, this is pretty Homer, you know, pretty biased. It's it's the Packers versus the Lions. Yeah, I feel like the Packers coming it. off the first half. They came out against the Vikings, and you, well, we went like in the first three red zone uh, appearances we had nothing and then a field goal 
and then we started getting our groove. I think we're coming into it. So when we come out against the Lions, you know, like uh, Lafleur and Rogers are going to come out Lafleur. in sync. Lafleur. We we've got that offense going, and we're we're just going to roll them. Like we're not going to give them a chance. All right, so uh, I'll give you my pick because it goes straight into this. I think my <laughs> upset is the Detroit Lions are going to come into Lambeau <laughs> and beat the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, that's my upset. Mm. Why don't I really hate on the one, buddy. Packers here on this podcast, aren't you? Uh, I don't hate the Packers. I Did Adam just Bears say his upset the lion, the Lions? Yes. Yeah, you heard that yeah. correctly. So the Lions, why I think the Lions have a good chance is I like Matthew Stafford. They probably should have won that game against the Bears, except uh, Swift dropped that ball. Uh, They, I think the Packers are going to be cocky. They just won huge coming from Minnesota. Uh, Lions are pissed off because they feel like they got robbed of a victory. And um, I like, you know, I like their coaching. I like AP being back on the Lions. He's going to run through that Packers defense. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I think the Lions are used to being robbed for uh, wins at this point. I cannot it happens Drew. almost every week. <laughs> I cannot believe that any sane human being can pick the Lions to beat the Packers. I mean, after I last week, like, they like. They were they, yeah. they weren't even doing that well, but they were ahead, and then just they just decided to lose the game. Like they, anyone... they it wasn't the Bears. They just decided to lose the game. Did anyone Did lock you... the Rams to get back at Eddie? Yeah, I no. mean, my, my lock. lock. <laughs> that, that was my Not lock. Yet. I wasn't here. I, uh, I wasn't is, here. Your lock is the yeah, key. Yeah, my lock yeah. because I hate the Eagles so much. <laughs> I want Jalen Hurts to start. I want. I think the Rams are going to come into Lincoln Financial Field and beat my Philadelphia Eagles really badly. No faith. It's pretty man. simple. No huh? faith. You call yourself it's a fan? It's not faith. It's about I want Jalen Hurts to start because Carson Wentz is washed and he's always injured. Isn't he like a four-year veteran? Like a four or five no year veteran. How is he washed already? Well, on the Eagles it's isn't off. always hurt. Yeah, exactly. True. The Eagles true. are always hurt. We need a fire, a strength and conditioning coach. Chip Kelly yes. is the only reason why we won the Super Bowl. Um, Chip Kelly! I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't yeah, take so, this seriously. <laughs> why? <laughs> you need to listen to the greatest analyst on YouTube named EDP445. And he really broke <laughs> it down this week about what? how Chip Kelly is the reason why we won the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, Eagles are going to lose. That's going to be... like. Pretty easy game. I want them to lose so Jalen Hurts can come back in and play. Um, Jacob, you want to give your lock and your your pick? All right. Uh, my lock for the week has to be uh, the Buffalo Bills over the Miami Dolphins. Mm. I think <laughs> the Bills looked great uh, last week, even though they were facing the Jets. Um, I think the Bills are going to go... Uh, beat the pants off Miami and show that they're the new kings of the AFC East. Um, and I think my upset was, uh, I uh, I agree with Ethan, I think the Giants are going to beat the Bears. It helps that I'm always low on the Bears. I think even if the Bears won the Super Bowl this year, I'd still be low on the Bears. Uh, <laughs> but the Giants looked pretty good. And uh, they're going to pull it off. <laughs> yeah, all right. Fair um enough. 
I mean, I'll just say that my, my lock was uh, for sure the Rams over the Eagles. I just... The Eagles looked awful. I mean, just absolutely just terrible. Awful. Their offensive line just was a turnstile. They just were not doing anything. They just collapsed on defense for the entire oh, second Lord. half. And <laughs> Carson was just not making good decisions. I watched a good good portion of that game, and it was just it was tragic. I'm not, I'm we not watched lie. it together, yeah, and we, I was like almost crying. Yeah, he, was, <laughs> he was about to burst into tears the whole time, and I'm just like, oh, man. The but, only um, thing that made me happy from the past week was the Chicago Bears winning the four three hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> but otherwise, <laughs> me watching that Eagles game, I was I was in pain. No, but the I mean the yeah. Rams just looked fantastic against the Cowboys. They were firing really well on offense, and I mean their defense was it was fine. Um, I think that's I think I don't know any I don't really have any expectation for the defense because I think just the Cowboys struggled on offense last week, but. Um, yeah, I like to take it more as the Cowboys being bad than the yeah, Rams. The yeah, that's how I'm taking it. So yeah. I, I just think the Rams are going to blow them out of the water. Just absolutely blow them out of the water. Um, and then Fair my enough. my upset is actually, I mean, my lock last week was the Raiders over the Carolina Panthers. And my upset this week is Raiders over the Saints. I, um, All right. I think the Raiders looked great on offense. I think Josh Jacobs yeah. is the real deal. The the thing that makes me a little shaky on this one is I have no idea like if if they're able to stop Josh Jacobs I don't know how well they're gonna be able to win the game through the air just because I don't have a lot of faith in the Oakland receivers but I have enough faith in Josh Jacobs able to carve up the Saints defense to really just put my faith in them I think they're gonna be the upset this week I'm really high on them. Is that uh, at all influenced by Michael Thomas being out? Uh, I think Michael Thomas being out has a like like. I, I guess gives more of an edge to the Raiders, but I don't think in the grand scheme of things it should affect that much because they have Emmanuel Sanders stepping up. I think their uh, young core receivers is good. So, And, you know, you have Drew Brees, a very accurate quarterback, so it's not like it's going to make a very big difference. Right. So I think it's just mostly I'm, re- I'm really high on the Raiders. I love Josh Jacobs. I think John Gruden is doing something good there. And they're playing well on offense last week, so I, uh, I'm just high on them again. Now that's really it. All right. And uh, Nolan, are you the last one to give your picks? I believe I am the last one up, so I'll, I'll rip on through mine here. I'm going to go with a lock on the Arizona Cardinals over the Washington football team. Uh, I loved what I saw from the Cardinals last weekend. I don't think that should be too much of a surprise from people. Uh, I thought the football team, which is still like, why do I have to say that? Um, <laughs> the football team, um, I thought they actually they came out with a lot of energy, and I think they're actually going to be a really interesting team to watch here. That front seven on defense is legitimately kind of scary looking. I thought, I mean, I think we got to give them credit where credit is due. Chase Young was a beast, and I think oh, he yeah. really is going to cap off a strong defensive front for that team, which may cause problems for the for the for the Cardinals here because Kyler Murray is really you know he's inclined to run. Um, I think they'll they'll definitely they'll pull it out and it's going to be a really good game to watch legitimately. But I think the Cardinals are a lock on that one. And then for the upset, Sunday night football oh. between the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks. And that's all the time we're, we have. That's all the time we have. Yes, sorry. Let them be wrong. All right, let's get this on camera. Let me go ahead. I think the I think the New England Patriots are going to win that football game on Sunday night against the absolutely freaky 
<laughs> that team is terrifying. <laughs> I think the Falcons are just bad. I think Seattle is one of the best teams, but the Pats have a good team and a good coach. Like, they I think might, they're gonna. I think it's gonna be a, a really fun game because well, I'm really. Every game is really going to be interesting with the Patriots just because we don't know what to expect. I think they'll have a unique that, idea. The thing that interests me with, with, with how everybody views the Patriots is what I always hear it is the Patriots will take away your best weapon and they will force you to beat you through other means. And mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, every time they faced the Patriots, was their best weapon. And every time Russell Wilson has faced the Patriots, he's done excellent. So... I just don't know what Bill's got cooked up for this week, but it better be something good to stop Russell Wilson from doing his from doing his magic. So, well, I don't know if Russell you guys saw Wilson. that uh, interview where Bill Belichick said that Russell Wilson is probably the greatest player uh, in the league right now. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I, that's, that's high praise. Better than him. That's yeah. High he, praise. he said that he, in the media he feels that Russell Wilson is underrated and that there's not really a player that's better than him right now in the league. And I, I mean, I, it's I'm hard not to disagree. Really, can't argue. I, with it's them. hard to disagree. I mean, like we we've we played the Chiefs and we've contained Pat Mahomes when we've played the Chiefs. So I feel like you know Bill has an idea for that one. But like Keenan said, we play the Seahawks. We struggle with that man. I mean, we don't really know what the hell we're doing half the time with with Russell because he can do basically anything. Anything we throw at him, he'll just adjust and do something new. So who the hell knows? But for sure, I believe I believe in the boys. I think they're going to pull it out, and it's going to be a real fun time. Real homer pick, you know. You love to hear it. Really real homer picks. Real it's, homer it's, pick. it's good to get Nolan. Yeah, on me too, for this. sure. <laughs> <laughs> real homer pick. Anti Philly in both weeks, mind you. True. Ah, uh, I mean, I, I, I started know, Cam this week, so I, I hope you're right. <laughs> no, those three touchdowns in the kill Harry is going to really help out. Uh, I mean, I, I to talk about the Pagers for a little bit. I, I'm of the opinion that Cam Newton is a a big upgrade from Tom Brady. And I, I don't, I don't know if that's Lit. like a controversy. How do you feel about that? But I think I, Cam Newton's fantastic. He's he he at at this point in both of their careers, I think he does what Tom Brady does, but just better. And he just has another dimension to his game that Tom Brady cannot ever have. So to have, I mean, to, to just, I just think Cam Newton is just phenomenal. I think he's a wonderful quarterback for the Patriots. I think he's exactly yep. what he wanted. I think the only person that he could possibly want more would be what Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson. So. For for at or least Mahomes. what Bill's doing, I, or I mean Mahomes is, Mahomes is fills in every blank for quarterbacks, but you get you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think Cam is a great fit. I think it's a great. Uh, it's amazing that we brought him in. It's going to be really awesome to see what he's going to do with a guy like Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick writing up plays for him and creating a a whole new scheme for him. Basically, just. It, it was cool the first week, but it was against the Dolphins, and you know we, we kind of didn't have to get too terribly bad. creative. The Dolphins aren't that bad, yeah, but I, mean, I think really, I think they're better than people give them credit. But carry on, sorry. When we, I think it'll be really cool to see against a team that most people see as elite in the Seahawks and see yeah. you know how the Patriots stack up because you know even after the first game, people say okay, the Patriots are still a, a good football team. Um, but are, are they re- are they going to be in that top tier again? Are they going to still be in that conversation of the best teams in the NFL? And I think this week is going to be the big kind of catalyst for that. Like, what, like how are people going to feel about this team? 
it comes down to this week, you know. And, yeah, and it's gonna be hard to go overcome it either way. Because you you guys looked good against a, I guess a team nobody expects to make the make the playoffs. And, and now the you're gonna be yeah. Now you are gonna be put up against a team that could very well easily Super make Bowl the NFC Championship there. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it'll yeah. be a big test. For sure. All right. So. Our, oh. I was just gonna ask. I was just gonna ask. Uh, does anyone have any last thoughts about week two? I know. Uh, it was kind of weird this past week watching week one, all the games with the booing. That was one thing for me yes. because, like, I'm watching the game and it feels like a regular game, and then there'll be like a call that go against goes against the home team, and you hear the boos. And at first, I'm like, "Oh, the crowd's booing," and then, wait. <laughs> There's no crowd. So the operator in the top of the stadium is like boo sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they just probably have like that scenario. Are you are you just looking up and you're like, come on, man? Yeah, come on. Do they hear it? Really? I don't know. Like is it live or is it only is it over? It's over the whole inter- it's over the speaker system. Yeah. Everybody. The NFL has really? literally become an episode of iCarly. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, that's man, gonna be insane for the players. Bad call. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh no, Jackson! <laughs> the middle of the fucking game. I want I want Gibby to parachute from a stadium. Um, <laughs> Easily. So uh, oh, yeah. Any last thoughts about week two? What you think it's gonna bring? Um, you know. Any other games? That I think we we're going to see about? more, more solid offenses and defense. I think now that now yeah. that we have a game well, under our sure. I think I think the football. Pre-season. Yeah, yeah, I think I think week one was preseason. Now I think we're going to get into more. I think week games. one is preseason. Let's, let's so. Week two we'll start to see a little bit more solidification, but I think we'll still see some shakiness, especially from some of the younger teams. But oh yeah, it should definitely yeah. be a lot more uh, consistent football. That's yeah. why it's safe to say Baker is back. <laughs> Baker is back. That's why it's safe to we say Baker is going to be back. back. Matthew Stafford is going to throw for seven touchdowns this week. Hey, hey, I mean, you know, we've got disagree uh, opinions on that one. I mean, but, uh, <laughs> ugh, I don't know about that one, buddy. All right. Uh, any last right. thoughts? Otherwise, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, if no one has any thoughts. So nope. thank you all for listening to – this podcast, the False Start podcast, um, hey. we hope to keep bringing you content throughout the NFL season and beyond. Um, you could hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify. So uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>